What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Cabbage Cart Podcast, your weekly source for all things Avatar. That includes Avatar The Last Airbender, The Legend of Korra, the graphic novels, and books. Fair warning, this podcast will contain spoilers for all Avatar content. With that being said, I hope you enjoy the show. This week on The Cart, we wrap up Rise of Kiyoshi. And Ian is back in the studio. We are your hosts. I'm Ricky. I'm Austin. I'm Ian. And this is the Cabbage Cart Podcast. No, we did. I mean, you pretty much just relayed back to me what I thought we said. That's not. It's really? Okay. It, I mean, it kind of is. You kind of got the gist of it, but you didn't get you didn't get the details right. And then, and then you didn't really get the aftermath, right? Because okay. you're like, let's. Then we talk about Jinju, and then, no, wait a minute, that's not going on. What? Well, yeah, okay. Let me say this. Ricky kept telling me I was in the wrong spot on the book when I had the book up in front of me. This did happen. Yes. Trying to multiple times. <laughs> and welcome back to the Cabbage Cart Podcast. <laughs> Ian, tell us everything we did wrong <laughs> on the last episode because you are here. Uh, yeah, no, so I, I, I was editing the the last episode a couple of days ago, and I had literally just listened to the the, por- the portions that you guys were talking about, and like, it was the raid, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about like what Kiyoshi was doing and how badass she was, but you didn't really talk about what she was doing. Like why, what was the reasoning behind? Well, if you want to know, you got to read the book if you want to know that stuff. (laughs) 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 So like the moat, the moat that she was creating with, with, uh, was to prevent general Mox men from killing everybody inside. Did we not? Did you didn't. Not you, didn't cover, you didn't really. Dude, didn't okay. About my that. recollection right. of what we talked about and what actually got recorded, I guess, is <laughs> I was like, total, we nailed it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was like, we hit all the good points. We knew exactly what we were talking about. Apparently, whoops. <laughs> we are going to be just as excited to listen to this episode then then uh, as anybody else will be, because I literally have no idea what we talked about. Yeah, and then uh, I think Lek uses his sniper abilities. Um, as they get on the rooftop, I think you guys said he did it a couple times, but it was only once, I think. Yeah, to save uh, to save Kiyoshi. Kiyoshi, yeah, because yeah, he hits the uh, sword or so- a spear out of somebody's hand. No, he hits his leg and Something a like spearman. That. Anyway, are we just gonna jump into it then? Anyway, I mean, we, we, get... we so we, let's we talk can... about the details we missed last oh, week. A, I I had him like in my arsenal right after I listened to the episode. <laughs> So I don't know if I can if I can be affected this time around. I did. Um, I bought Ian some milk. Yes, you did yeah. because I needed you to get me milk yesterday. Yeah, yeah. But if, who craves milk? I I crave I milk. I just when, need milk <laughs> when it's like I two p.m. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I crave milk when it I'm making a protein same. shake. And I I asked him to get me a milk, and he's like, "Nah, I'm not doing that." And just like just leaves. I'm like, oh, thanks, buddy. Thanks. You know when when you texted us saying, "Hey, guys." You had the gist, but the details are all wrong or missed out, like left out on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It made me think, like, uh, we probably do that a lot. Maybe not to the extent that we did last week, but I imagine, you know, like when you're listening to something that you seem knowledgeable on and and you just hear, you're like, nope, that's wrong. That's wrong. I feel like that happens a (laughs) lot on our podcast. Sure. Like people listening to it. Yep, yep. Because 
I would say arguably our most interaction with fans are people like being like, hey, guys, um, you know, this detail that you kind of missed out on, you know, like so uh, I think I think that probably happens more often than we think. That's why our show <clears throat> is so popular. Because our fans can be like, wrong, you got that wrong, and nothing, nerds love nothing more than correcting people. Mm, Actually. Actually. I'm going to disagree with you on that one. One of the the details that I I wish you guys had talked about last time was when she went into the Avatar state, when she killed Zhu Ping Ong. Uh, And you didn't really talk, you kind of mentioned that that he's the leader of the Yellow Necks, kind of. Because you you mentioned it and you say oh, spoilers and then you never never come back to it again. <laughs> did we really just gloss? We did it. I haven't heard last episode. Did yeah, we yeah, just yeah. gloss yeah. over the Ping on? Kind of, kind of. Well, that's okay. Let's get started there then, because where did we leave off? Um, you kind of left, kind of <laughs> left off at at the aftermath of the death of Ping. So. Anyway, she goes into the the, the she she challenges Zhu Ping to the uh, Lei Tai, right? I'm so happy Ian's here. Why? <laughs> <laughs> and and he has to take it seriously because he's the leader of the Yellow Necks, which is the group of of people that Jinju murdered the mm-hmm. the butcher of Zulu Pass. That's it's all the Yellow Necks. They they go and they do the the the, the lay tie and and she just zaps him or zaps her or he zaps her with lightning and everyone's like what the fuck is this yeah uh, like right? right out right out the gate right like, yeah right yeah. out right off the gate and she's she's paralyzed and 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 everyone thinks she's dead until she's not she grabs him goes into the avatar state and I really wish you guys would have talked about this more because it talks about how her, she felt like her eyes were like leaking leaking like bleeding. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know if it's just my imagination, but I can I can see this in a movie right. where it's just ethereal white bluish light kind of leaking from her eyes as she's levitating in this fiery air vortex, holding the leader of one of the worst gangs in the world in her hand. Right. Yeah. It's like it's such. I have goosebumps talking about it. It's such a fucking badass scene. Yeah. No. In my mind, when I'm reading this or like listening to it, I picture of like um, maybe it's overcast or in a big wheat field. Right. You know, it's yeah. like very rice wind, field. Rice. rice field. It's kind of like windy, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. fire from the. There's like fire. Things are catching on fire because right. of the yellow necks, and she just is like this spiral of light. Uh, right. I. I mean, I pictured. Um, uh, Kelsang, Kelsang, whatever, you know when he was when he was the typhoon, the typhoon. Yeah. But it's it's fire and wind because she's the I goddamn mean, avatar. I, I imagined I imagined Aang, Avatar State versus Ozai, like the the his vortex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. I pictured yeah, yeah, in yeah. my head. That's what she was doing. This is kind of a side note, but like when I'm when I'm thinking about scenes like this, and then I think about the live action Avatar, uh, Netflix show, I I really hope that they kind of take the same approach that Star Wars is doing where they let the light of things <laughs> okay uh, see where you're going with this one they they let the they let the cinematics kind of tell the story a little bit okay you know like when the lightsaber fires up and it, that's the only light you see sure. in the building okay. yeah, yeah, you yeah. know like stuff like that cinematically 
Cinematic, not storytelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, okay, no, okay, no, okay, no, no, no. Austin's yeah. like, I hope they, I hope the new live action uh, Avatar <laughs> takes a Game of Thrones approach. Just, <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Another thing, um, I think, in this scene, uh, well, actually, it's this, it's the scene before this where they're trying to leave, right? So that they they have their feast, or the the, the yellow necks are getting ready, to ha- getting ready to have their feast, and the flying opera company just bounces. So then they see Kyoshi and, and, and group see the Dalfei going around, like, beating people up and shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So this is the first time that Kyoshi really is doing Avatar shit. Yeah. As the Avatar. She's making decisions as the Avatar. And, and from here on out uh, in this book and in the next book is, is when we see her making Avatar choices. Well, Rongi? 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 Um, before she even goes down to the yellow next, doesn't she say that to her? She's like, "Oh, like now you're starting." No, to act that's, like when, the that's when she challenges. When she challenges Jubin. Okay, right. Yeah. So isn't that whole? No, you know, no yeah. one, n- no one else could have challenged Jupin except for Kiyoshi. Yeah, no one. Like that's the only option at this point, and the right. only way she was going to win against Jupin was was being was the avatar. Being the avatar. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, nobody's gonna beat a lightning bender when right when lightning benders are myth pretty right. much. Right, right, right. Which we when we talked about this the first time, the first pass through, we kind of theorized that maybe um, they were keeping him there to like study him, and that's why he wasn't no, that's dead. Why, that's, that's why. That's why. Exactly why. Yeah, yeah. Does it say that in the book? Uh, uh, John Ju likes laments about that. Oh, right. Yeah, right. yeah. He, that's right. He let the Fire Nation keep, keep him. him. He wanted to kill him. Yeah, right. yeah. That's right. That's right. So. Uh, I will say when I first I remember first reading this, um, the the zooping on lightning bending, like shocked me. But like <laughs> no, I remember I was like, oh, oh God. shit, right? Like it's going down, right? Well, and this is when we. I mean, this is the first time we see too that like lightning bending hasn't really been a technique forever. Like it's kind of like I didn't know that it was a new thing. Like when you see it in the Atla, you're like, oh, maybe that's just part of firebending. Even in in Atla, it's a rare ability. Well, the the theory is that the Fire Nation was studying this, and only the royal family knew it yeah. at the time of Atla. That's uh, because that's like it was a head ancient, cannon, ancient technique, and it's like. Maybe so that, it was still under wraps even in Atla. We just they were only trained yeah. the royals to do it, and then you know we see in Korra that that that's different. It's a widely known. Just like metal bending, I thought uh, I thought lightning bending can only be obtained when you have like inner peace. Yeah, like purity of heart and stuff like that. Maybe not like pure as in good, but like inner peace with yourself, right? Sure. So that's why Azula could do it because she was totally content with being who she was. Not right. necessarily I mean, that, that it was a that she was royal good. that a royal family technique. I mean that makes sense. Or I guess but maybe the royal only, family would be the only, only ones see to know that. Them yeah, doing it. That's true. So anyway, uh, we got the whole death scene of of Zhu Ping, and then you did talk about um, uh, Wei or Why General Why or Why Wei Wei. Yeah, I can't think of it right now. But you did talk about about him a little bit. Like he he uh, looked at Kiyoshi, and she's like, "What are you gonna do?" Mm-hmm. You know, and he. He was in reverence. He was in reverence. He did the whole like the what the, the fist, fist on bow or whatever. Mm-hmm. The Dalfi. So and he and then he turns turns tail and runs. And I think you talk about Shadow of Kiyoshi where 
he like surrenders the at that point in the in the next book, Be- like the first chapter. Yeah, the first chapter. To her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like I've been here before. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, I don't want no part of that. <laughs> right, right. So, uh, and she ends up um, fainting, or she tries to like talk to Ke- or, uh, Ranji and and Karima and all them, but she ends up fainting. And then I think the next chapter we talk about the the aftermath and and how her hands are all jacked up, jacked up mm-hmm. from from the lightning and and uh, and this and that. Um, and then it go- then it goes to Genju. Oh, uh, and this oh, chapter. Ambush? Yeah, let's yeah. let's just skip over this chapter. It's not really important. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it actually. I mean, it is pretty important, actually. <laughs> uh, I feel like all the remaining chapters are all pretty impactful. It it, it happens in rapid succession. Mm-hmm. Like it it it's really fast. Yeah, I think I think some of these chapters are probably pretty short in the book because right. they're just just event after event leading right. up to the finale. Right. And so we're talking about the ambush, right? It. Where Jianzu invites all the Earth nobles. Right, right. So like, the um, Heron knows about his his uh, exploits with with the uh, what what's that guy? The where he he goes up to to where the Dalfe hiding spot was, and he was all pissed off. Oh right? yeah, yeah. They uh, find they find their secret city. Yeah, right, right, right. So Jinju told Heron about it, um, but. Like didn't say anything about like Ranji being in in danger as well or some shit like that, right? Oh, or like Did, how he sent the uh, <clears throat> the the those things, the messenger, shoe. the sheer shoes sheer shoe, yeah. after Ranji. Like he didn't tell her any of right. that. Well, yeah. well, you don't find that out <laughs> yet. Well, she doesn't Austin, know. That. She doesn't getting, know that the Ranji that, yourself, Ron, that Ranji was being hunted too. Though. Sure, sure, she doesn't sure, sure. know that. So yeah, they were um they were expecting um. I, I, I can't. Ricky, what's his name? What's that dignitary or that that politician we don't like? That Jinju doesn't like. What's uh, his name? It's Wei. Is it Wei? Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi. He's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> You're so stupid. W E I, right? I'm just kidding. Or, um, uh, Hui. Hui. Hui is uh, is the understudy of uh, Lu Beifang. Yes, him. So the uh, when when Jinju um, killed that. Mercenary that was under Hui, Hui. I think it's Hui. <laughs> Damn it, I don't freaking know. So he sent a messenger hawk telling telling Hui all about what what was transpiring with the Avatar and all that kind of good stuff. So they were expecting some kind of uh, to touch base with them in like a, a week or two. Yeah, he he right? knew that he was going to be coming. He was going to be coming at some point, mm-hmm. but he thought it was going to be a week or two, or maybe a little bit longer. But it was that day. Right, so then they get surprised by by Hui and all of Genju's enemies, basically. Yeah, he said it was like uh, a, a fifth of the Earth Kingdom nobles. Yeah, right, right. yeah, yeah, and they were all people that were not one hundred. Not he knew what he was doing. He, right, all the people that were essentially they're there to vote him out of the ab- Ma- master the, of the Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. Hui brought all the people that like Zhu hated. Yeah, there was no allies much. for Jones. Yeah, yep. right, right, right. None. So, but I mean, before all, when when he showed up, he Jinju had uh, Auntie Mui, right, make tea, and there was like this whole, you know, shuffling around of of what sh- should I make food or you know all yeah. that kind of good stuff. Just tea, thank you. Just tea, thank you. So Gandalf the Grey. <laughs> 
So anyway, at some point, uh, something gets slipped into the water, right? And then they have this whole back and forth on Genju's no longer you know, fit to be the master of the Avatar. We know all, all the details, yada, yada, yada. And then Genju, like, falls, you know, over on himself. And he's like, what did you do to me? And then Hui's like, what did you do to me? And they all end up. Like yeah, collapsing and everybody dies. Everybody dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. even Hayran. I mean, everybody. Yeah, anyone who had had tea ended up collapsing. Yeah, so it's the so. red wedding. It was kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind uh, of. Yeah, uh, it's they all got everyone's poisoned. Dead. So, and that's where the book ends. That's where uh, the book ends. <laughs> what's the the next chapter? Is uh, what's it? you have it pulled up right now? Oh, right? I can't. No, I can pull it up. I swear to God. Is uh, Kiyoshi recovering from? Yes, and okay. she gets taken yeah. in. So Kyoshi's, re- yeah, that's right. So Kyoshi is Ooh. recovering um, after they, they, the Flying Opera Company take her to um, like a the, local, a, a local, local healer. Yeah, right. So this is where um, you kind of get Lex back. Yeah, when she wakes up, it's Lex that's in. He's on guard duty. He's on guard es- duty, essentially. Yeah, essentially, and Kyoshi doesn't even know what to say. She's like, "Hey." You're really good at throwing rocks. Yeah. How'd you get good at throwing rocks? So, and like, like she's like, I had nothing to say, but he's like, let me tell you. <laughs> I let me tell, tell you a story. So I forget the town that he was in. Uh, Misty Palms Oasis. That That's right. That joint. Yeah. Okay. So he's in the Misty Palms Oasis, and he was he was just this homeless, vagrant child that would get into trouble, right? Mm-hmm. Him and his brother. Him and his, well, I thought it was his good friend. No, brother. Is it his brother? Brother. Okay, we need to fact check that one. Uh, I will. <laughs> Wait, I'm right. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Leck and, and his good friend. It's a friend. Yeah, it's yeah. not his brother. It's not his brother. It's, it's his brother. It's not. You guys are both wrong, and I'm so happy. Anyway, so, <laughs> <I'm> so happy. <laughs> he, his friend slash brother, you know, I guess brother in arms, if you want, uh, gets caught and put in this damn cage right hanging and i think they yeah they hang him up and they literally just to starve and die in the desert in the desert yeah in the misty palms oasis right so he he saw that there was a like a a weak lock on top and he kept on throwing these rocks to try to break the lock and he couldn't hit it until he died he collapsed of of exhaustion yeah and then like he woke up and his friend was dead, and that's when brother was dead. <laughs> Are we gonna look this up? I swear to God, I want to like I kind of want to put fifty bucks down on this. Dude. Yeah, let me let me find it. Keep going. Anyway, so that's when uh, Jessa and Hark, Hark, yeah, Hark and Jessa uh, find found him, him, found him, and then he said at that point he would never miss again. So yeah, he learned he learned to fine tune his his earth bending so he could snipe. Yeah, this is a different chapter. <laughs> is it mm-hmm. what what chapter are we talking about um so, i don't think so man yeah no so we have memories right. which is before the ambush so we learn about ek lex history then it goes to oh, gianzu and then uh whatever we're yeah. close gonna, enough i think this is happening simultaneously yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no it is um so and let's that, see there was an argument last episode about 
about that as well. You guys like. He explains yeah. that while he lived in a village called Date Grove in the Siwang Desert, his close friend and Dao Fai. Fuck. Dao. Buck, okay, bitch. so here's the thing: close oh, friend and Dao Fai brother Chen. So they, they okay. they're, they're brothers as Dao Fai, but right, they right. are friends. And it says close friends, so we can assume they were gay lovers. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? God. I'm pretty sure they're like eight years old. Yeah, come on, buddy. Damn it. Uh, yeah, and then Chen died. A tragic and horrible death. <laughs> yeah. So that happened. That was that was after the fact, right? That was after the uh, Zhu Ping. Yeah. That was that was the aftermath. She woke up. Lek gave her his backstory, and then. And then her hands are all scarred up. So is like, that is that where they go looking yes, looking yes. for for gloves for gloves? For yeah, gloves, because her yeah. hand. Yes, because her hands are all scarred up. Mm-hmm. So they go to this. I thought this was this part was interesting about the leather workers, how how they were looked down upon. But it's it's the um, hypocrisy of the whole situation is that all these these people who demand this product look down on its makers. Oh yeah, like, that's interesting. Yeah, because that's that shit happens in real life. IRL. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and I hate I hate people that sell video games, man. Smash the fuck up, dude. <laughs> the worst. Anyway, uh, okay, yes, yeah, so I'm just getting caught up. So, so she gets these gauntlets, these oversized gauntlets that are that are basically armor. They were, um, I think they describe it like they were made for like a, a general. A general, like, yeah. yeah. And he ended up dying before he can come back and get them. Right, right. and then the shopkeeper was like. On me. It's on me for what you did, Because basically. I saw you in a spinning vortex the other night. <laughs> well, she got rid of the yellow necks. I going to charge you. <laughs> <laughs> she got rid of the yellow necks, basically. Yeah. Well, it, essentially, she's the leader of the yellow necks. That's true. Also true. That's true. Damn, I didn't think about that. Well, they, they say that. Oh. That she's the leader of the yellow necks, essentially, because... She, she defeated the she leader. She defeated the leader of the Yellow Necks. Yeah, she should have capitalized on that. But th- this a is all. More. This is also where, at the end of that that interaction, where she puts the the gauntlets on, that's where they get hit with darts, right? Yeah, th- yeah it seems like leaving. to me they kind of walked out of the shop. Yeah, and then they get ambushed. They get ambushed with uh, darts. I'm, uh, blow I think darts, it's, right? Ranji gets her hit first and collapses. Yeah, because Ranji was kind of flirting with Lek a little bit, right? Oh, is that what it was? Well, yeah, because yeah, they were talking about how Kiyoshi, like, if I, oh. if, if I was your status, I'd be the ruler of my own nation. Yeah. Kind of thing. And she, she like, does this thing. She's like, oh, Lek, you're going to fill out soon enough. <laughs> you know, oh. and she has, and he has a thing for, for Ranji. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he doesn't know what's going down between her right. and Kiyoshi. See, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't think that. I he, think he blushes just because he's... Um, embarrassed. He, I don't. He asked. Okay, so one, he's what, fifteen? Yeah. yeah. Right. And Kiyoshi's seventeen. Right. Yeah. Ranji's seventeen. I'm assuming Ranji is very gorgeous. I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Right. Damn. So, so as a fifteen year old boy, right? He he asks Kiyoshi because he doesn't think that Kiyoshi and Ranji are are gay. And any, oh you know, yeah. Right? He doesn't. Do you know. think I have, know about? Do that. you think I have a shot? Do you mm-hmm. think I have a shot with her? And she doesn't really say anything. And then he's like, huh, your face. I'm just joking. <laughs> you know, this is when she's still bandaged up. She's and still in the bandaged room up. They have yeah, this yeah, conversation. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to lie. That impression of Lect is exactly 
like the the audiobook yeah <laughs> yeah dude that was spot on dude that's exactly what he sounded like in the audiobook that's hilarious so anyway hey, <laughs> anyway he's like from why rocket tower Lek- yeah why is like a surfer boy so when ronji says oh like you'll fill out soon enough he probably got all all embarrassed and and uh you know red in the face so then they get hit with a dart. She get she gets hit somewhere. I don't. Uh, I think they hit. I imagine the neck, back in the neck, just. Well, that makes sense, but but um, what was it? Uh, no, that Kiyoshi gets hit in the back of the neck because right. she blocks it with her new her new gauntlets. Lek gets hit in the middle of the back. Mm. Ouch. Yeah, yeah, he gets hit in the middle of the back. It's a good thing he has poison training. Not. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Except he doesn't. He does not. Yeah, so uh, Kyoshi then notices that she's hit too. She sees the dart, right? right. She collapses, she, but unable to move. She's conscious, but paralyzed. It's yeah. different than the poison. The, the that, incense. Yeah, the incense that Jeonju gave her. But her last thing she sees before. She's like laying down looking at Lek die. Yeah, he's like getting red and purple and in the face. Gagging. He's choking. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like, he's having a reaction to the sheer shoe poison. Ugh, and we we find that out later, right? That it was sheer shoe poison. That it was sheer shoe poison. Yeah, because that when yeah when he when they sit down later on, he Jonzu tells him tells him the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Kyoshi, I think she does lose consciousness, right? Because then she wakes up to a letter with Ranji's top knot attached to it. She ends up. I thought that no, was pinned like in the middle of town. It, yeah, it took her. It took her like thirty minutes, a half hour. It says. Before she could actually move over to check Lek to see if he had a heartbeat. That's right. Which she, he did not, obviously. So then she picked him up and carried him back over to the base. rest of the yeah base, the rest of the Flying Opera Company. Uh, and then that's when it was shown that there was a note in the center of the square with a top knot um, stapled to the note saying, meet me in this in this place. It was oh, yeah. It says here that Karima... Um, hands her the letter from right. Jianzu. Right, right, right. Yeah. With Ranji's top knot, which as we know, being the Fire Nation, you cut somebody's top knot off. That's it's a, like disrespect. That's a big deal. Like you're basically saying you mean business. It's uh, definitely samurai type. Isn't that a yeah. samurai thing? Well, the hair, uh, hair yeah. is like really important. Yeah, and then so that's where that chapter ends with her getting that note right. saying, meet me by yourself. Right. You know, classic hostage, like, ransom situation, right? Like, how original. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, FCE. <laughs> Couldn't have come up with a better scenario. Stereotypical hostage situation. <laughs> come on. No. Hey, uh, thanks for thanks for giving us this backstory on this wonderful character we've seen the whole time. Wonder if he's gonna die in the next <laughs> chapter. Oh yeah, you we kind of you could definitely <laughs> see that one coming, right? Like, oh, I had such a dramatic. Childhood. I love the, I love this story, man. Yeah, I know. We're, no. we're we say it out of jest because we really love the whole thing. Um. So the next chapter is the chapter with the ambush, right? Is where they get ambushed. Where well, I John, thought, Janju? No, ambush was what just happened. They yeah. just got ambushed. So well, whatever the next chapter is, yeah. whatever it's called. Janju's poisoning, and then shop. yeah, the ne- well, the next chapter opens up with Janju sitting next to Heron as she's recovering from the poison. So we find out oh. that they didn't die. That's where the chapter opens up. Okay, um, and he and this is where 
he's kind of feeling remorseful that this is where we find out that he poisoned the whole party, right? Yeah, right. He's feeling remorseful right, right. that Hayran had to be there because right. he wasn't even sure if she was going to make yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But right. to him, like, that's it was a like, necessary sacrifice. Yeah, he was willing to let her die and felt a little guilty about it, but not really. But like he felt the most guilt. He felt about that. Yeah, he felt guilty about it. But he's like, I'll do whatever's necessary. Johns is a really good villain. Like he's a pretty. He's not like he's a villain, but he's really not. The whole time I'm I'm listening mm-hmm. to this, I'm thinking. I agree, dude. I'm like, how many times do does this happen in the real world where you have like. You got to break some eggs to make an omelet kind of shit. Yeah. Right, right. He just you know? takes that approach to like everything. everything. <laughs> right, 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 right. Right. Hey, just going forward, Austin, never accept tea from Ian. <laughs> <laughs> Here, try this. Nope. No. <laughs> it was a ne- necessary sacrifice. Yep. Ian wants the podcast. Dude. He's a Gianzu. <laughs> He's a Gianzu sympathizer. Yeah, yeah dude. Stupid. What the hell? Uh, I agree, though. I mean, like, okay. He's. He has. He's dynamic. We do need to have a standalone Jianju mm-hmm. episode because I think he's a dynamic character. Yeah. And he's given structure and right. and whatever. That's what makes him a good villain. He's not he's not evil for the sake of being evil. Right. Ozai no. is He's not evil. vengeful. Right. Ozai he's not, is he's purposely kind of Emperor Palpatine. It like just yeah. mm-hmm. just he's just he, evil. That's the dark side. Right. Evil. Right. But like Zaheer, there's He's kind of a Zaheer yeah, character yeah. where you can – I can yeah. see your point of view. He's just got a different ideology. Right. It's um, right. It's Magneto and Professor Ed. Like, you I know – Yeah, I can see that. You, it's just the different – it's the other side of the coin. Saruman right. and Gandalf. Sure. Mm. Well, Saruman's kind of evil. evil. <laughs> He's pretty evil. <laughs> he didn't start off evil, he though. He was like, <laughs> I want power. Yeah, that's true. And then, he's like, pretty evil. Yeah, he's pretty evil. <laughs> Janju is is uh, preserving his power or trying to preserve his power. Yeah, and he likes the silent behind the scenes power too. He doesn't right, like right. He doesn't, he doesn't want yeah. to be the most powerful bender in the world. He doesn't want to be the only right, thing the that Avatar. He, he is a powerful bender. He's one of the most powerful benders in the world. Yeah, but he but he's like I'm I'm just trying I'm not trying to move my hands. Like I'm not trying to do all that. That's a lot of work. I just want to. Well, what, so like, Hayron's like a necessary sacrifice, and like, you know, you can understand that point of view. But he does kind of tip the line. He goes like, like how he got the the name Butcher of Zulu Pass. Like just relished in the fact that he had these people bury that's themselves the, alive. That's, that's the, next the next chapter. chapter. Well, yeah, but right, you know, right, that, right, right, right. Well, we find out about that in in, in with his in the. The final meeting of him and I think they touch on on Jianzu and the Yellow Necks when when Zhu Pingan is released because they're like, oh, this is where we've heard of the Yellow Necks before because well, of right. Well, they thought that all the Yellow Necks were dead because of oh right Zhu the Pass. Yeah. But either way, it's like he kind of relishes in the in he he uses that as an excuse, like I'm trying to do the right thing. But like, no, he cracks. He cracks when he's talking with Kiyoshi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, like you kind of see a yeah. little bit under the curtain a little oh, bit yeah right. no yeah it's 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 he cracks like right. well before he cracks before he, they get yeah. they get there <laughs> they talk of they after you get the scene with him and Heron, um and and how he feels remorse i don't know if there's anything anything else on that part of the the chapter that was super important um but this is this where you find out where he he sent um, the sure shoes after Ranji. Ranji. 
Yeah, basically, the they jump right from him saying, hey, hey, Rand, sorry, like, not to her, but, you know, sorry you were a ne- necessary sacrifice, hope you make it, and then he it goes... Tell that. He doesn't tell that to hey, Rand. No, this is just no. like an internal dialogue that he's having as he's sitting next yeah. to her. And then it just jumps right to the tea house. Well, it, no, they, 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 they burial, bury, they bury Leck. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like there was a whole the whole scene where it was a, aside from the actual cemetery because he didn't want to be buried late um, to rest yeah. next With to abiders. Abiders, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like such a G. And I believe, don't they, Um, doesn't Kiyoshi part ways with the fine opera company at this yeah, point? at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She gives She's last, like, last instructions. Yeah, kind of I'm going to go find Ranji. This isn't your – you're out of this. He's, you know? She says, I'm going to finish this. They yeah. ask her, what are you? What are we going to do now? And she says, I'm going to finish this. Yeah, so she sends them to go look for Ranji, and then she goes <laughs> – <laughs> What? Oh, man. It's like you're not I'm even listening. Mr. Spoiler over here. That's what you just said. You said, I'm going to go find Ranji. Kiyoshi, <laughs> Kiyoshi is going to finish it by by confronting and killing Jianju. You just jump like two cha- two chapters. Anyway, <laughs> I'm I'm lost here. I, 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 yeah, I know we know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, we'll get to it. Right, we'll, get right. to it. we'll get to it. <laughs> I thought that's where we were at. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So anyway, so that I think it. <laughs> oh, and then this is when no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even kidding. They uh, that's anyway. She gives the last minute instructions, and she says, "I'm going to finish it." And oh, she, they were secret instructions we didn't learn about. We didn't learn about. <laughs> yeah, we didn't learn about until uh, later. Shame. <laughs> what a shame. So, and I, that's where it ends, right? And then the next, the next uh, episode is the tea, the tea shop. In and what is what city city is it? No, <laughs> I don't know. It's just uh, uh, Austin has it up. Uh, Earth Kingdom Village. Kin Chow. Kin Chow. Kin Chow. I don't know how to pronounce. Q I N C H A O. King Chow. King King Chow. Okay, King Chow. King Chow. I don't know you. You were listening to the audiobook. I recently. was listening to it on the way here, and I can that that name completely eludes me. Anyway, God, he, that fucked me up. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the next chapter, she's going to this this city where she was told to to be yeah. at by the letter from Jianju, uh, and she's walking through through the streets of this. They, I don't understand. Like, there's some notoriety to this city that I it totally. Like flew over my head. I, mean, I was hoping you guys could like fill me in on it. Like, no, I don't believe so. Like, cause cause there was a a, a part where where when she was a uh, like a a younger girl, she went on a uh, like holiday to the city, like chaperoned holiday to the city, and oh, it's yeah. like it, this place is it's kind of like Vegas. I maybe like this place. I don't is, think so. This place is no, 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 fun. No. But don't fuck up. I think you're mistaking for for shadows. No, 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 no. It, it, it's it's in this one, where that's the city they're in. It's some some, some city. I, I I forget. I don't know why. I think you're thinking. I'm not the island I'm, in the Fire Nation. I'm not Ricky. I'm not. I'm thinking about this city. Ember Island. Yes. Yeah, Ember Island. Yes. No. Anyway, Jenju said, "Don't do anything stupid." 
to where something will happen before I can I can save you kind of thing. Mm. So there's there's some kind of like notoriety or something about this city. I didn't pick up on that. Damn it. Yeah, you're wrong. Well, maybe um, maybe your listeners can fill us in on on why the city is so important. Yeah. But I I get the the gist that it's the city's fun um but if you if you fuck up um you kind of you're going to dunskies kind of thing. Hmm. So, I didn't pick up on that at anyway, all. Anyway, anyway, she's walking through the streets of this this city loud and proud basically, full garb, full makeup. The first time that she's Jesus Christ. Sorry. 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 You know what you sound like when you drink water? You sound like the vacuum from Teletubbies. Teletubbies? <laughs> anyway. Anyway, continue. She's loud and proud. First time that she's been been out in full garb and she she's not thinking twice about who she is. She doesn't care about how tall she is. She's got this one singular uh, thing to do and that's kill Jianju. I keep saying it differently every single time I say his fucking <laughs> yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in the audiobook, she says Jinju, but whatever. Right. Anyway, um, so she goes to this tea shop. She no one really pays her any attention because whatever. So she sits down and she she puts a thin or like a a smooth stone on the table, and she starts waiting for. It was it was one of Lex stones, right? Yeah, that's right. What it was, and she was at the center of this tea shop. Correct. I I, I, I believe I like they were like up like. On the side. No, of the, the I corner. always imagined. I always thought they I, were like when the, yeah. dead center. I always in my head thought that they were in the dead center. Yeah, but maybe maybe they said otherwise in the book. I don't know. She because she's like, uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm waiting for you. L- well, like, yeah, he walks in the door. Oh yeah, so she takes a seat at a table facing the door. So she's so she be, could see who comes yeah, in. She yeah, she might have just walked dead straight in and right. took a seat facing the door. Right. Kind of gangster, dude. Yeah, she looked um, terrifying, by the way. <laughs> yeah, she's in full guard. Full guard. Yeah. Like, she's in her yeah. avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brand, new, she's so brand new makeup kind of thing. Got some so. new gloves on. New gloves you know, on. flexing. Yep. She's out there flexing, dude. Right. And she came in with a rock, you know, <laughs> puts a rock on the table. <laughs> That's it, I'll just a like, little pebble. If like, I was her server, I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> They, they they don't know. They don't know who the fuck she is. I'm like, I'm not. That's, that's the whole point. I'm not doing this today. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yeah, they don't know, but they it, have no it, idea. You would have to assume it looks pretty menacing if somebody walks in with right. that and just sets a rock on the table. Yeah, right. And just looks at the door, waiting for somebody to come in. I mean, nowadays, if anyone does that, be like, oh, this is just normal behavior. People are fucking weird. Yeah. That's true. There are <laughs> there are a lot of weirdos out there. <laughs> Apparently, Kiyoshi's one of them. So yeah. they, anyway, Jianzu kind of walks in, kind of lackadaisical though, right? Like not really. Yeah. Well, yeah. He just kind of strolls in, and then and then she notices that he's uh, seen better days, basically the, the the normal, upkept, you know, tight. He just poisoned himself too. Right. <laughs> well, we kind of brushed over that too, real quick. Like the uh, the only reason why him and Heyran survived, or why he survived, is because he has poison training. I would imagine Heyran ha- also has and, poison training. Yeah, and Heyran probably had just enough to squeeze by, right. and not die. But anyway, yeah, he's we're still recovering from that whole thing and not looking too hot. Right. Well, she says he says the same thing to her. This is where we find out that it was um, it's uh, what was it uh. The poison that the dart the shirshu oh, shirshu poison, poison. Yeah. yeah. So he says he says I can tell that that the shirshu poison hasn't fully left your body because you're blinking slow. 
Oh, okay. But I think that's a giveaway that he's still feeling the the effects of the poison that he just ingested. He's trying to like project project it yeah, onto yeah. her. That's yeah. what I think. They don't they don't say that, but be John's is about to get canceled. I know, right? <laughs> so we got a message from from our a listener a, a while ago about the end of this book, mm. and I and I kind of agree with him that he dies in a way that is uncharacteristic to Jinju. Yeah, right. Yeah. It was a little unsatisfying. It, it was. So let's let's go ahead and talk about that, and then we can we can talk about the the comment that our yeah. So wrote. how so. They're kind of having this like uh, verbal standoff sitting across from each other. Right. right. Now. He kind of lets it out. The this is where we find out that he reveled in the idea of uh, being called the the butcher of Zulu Pass. That he he basically told all the Dalfe that you, the. Hold on. You know what she says? Kiyoshi tells him. You. You're no better than the than Dal- Dalfe. Dalfe. And yeah. like that's when he's like. <laughs> Huh. And he, she says and like, the name is appropriate that they gave you, and he starts laughing. Yeah, he like he starts giggling on the inside. And yeah, that's because he thre- he threatens to destroy the tea shop. Right, right. And she's like, if you do that, then you live up to your name in the Dalfire. The Dalfire name, yeah. And so he starts laughing, and we find out what actually happened at the the as the butcher of Jula Pass, or what he told them that the first first person to like dig the furthest or whatever is going to be spared, or the people that dig the furthest are going to be spared. He essentially they're digging their own graves. They, yeah, he's like, I, yeah, I, I they want, don't know that. They don't know that. So he's telling them to dig, and the person or the people that dig the furthest and we'll the fastest spared. will be spared. So they all started fighting amongst each other, killing each other over shovels, and then dug their own grave. And all he did was wipe the dirt over <laughs> over this trench. Basically, yeah, he just closed it. He on just him. closed it on him, and he's just Fuck. he's just laughing. But buried him alive. Buried Genocide. him alive. But it's like his his uh, his reasoning behind it is like they're gonna they're gonna basically they're criminals anyway. They're a stain on society kind of thing. Right. So yeah, there's no need for them. There's no need for them. You just thought them as like kind of bugs, thing. right? Right. Kind of. So I'm not I'm not saying that it's correct, but I'm just saying that's where his mind is at. Yeah. And that's how he's justifying and, what he's doing. And how many of them were there? I think it was thousands. thousands. I thought. I thought it was it ten thousand. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it gives us a number. I don't really know. Or was it one thousand? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I don't know if it gives us a number. Um, we know it was presumed to be all of the Yellownecks, though, which is a at pre- the time, which yeah. was a pretty big organization. I mean, I don't know, but. He, she, this, this is where we, you know, what we were saying earlier, like, he does, like, he breaks right now, but that act had already happened. Like, he he has this kind of justification when it comes to maintaining his power right. and, and yeah. taking care of the Avatar. Like, we can all agree with him on those things. Maybe not the methods he cho- chooses, but, you know, his his ideas about them. But then he goes way overboard sometimes, like with Yoon or... And Kyoshi on the on the island, you know, with the spirit or with the butcher of Julu Pass, like there's a teetering there where he steps a little too far onto, I would say, being a villain. Right. Yeah. He's a sociopath. So then he, he you know, he's kind of relishing on this whole butcher of Julu Pass scenario, right? Right. Kyoshi gets kind of mad, and then out of basically nowhere, the pebble on the table like zips towards his head. Oh, that's right. And right before it's about to hit his temple, it just stops midair. 
And I don't even think he Jianzu moves at all, right? No. He just earth bend he stops her earth bending without even trying. Right. He's doing some uh mental bending. Mental bending. Yeah. Mind bending. Mind bending. He's just that powerful that he can stop her surprise attack. I don't right. know. Maybe not super surprised because she told him this pebble needs to be a part of your demise. You know? So I <laughs> kind of gave herself I'm away. I'm going to kill you with this pebble. <laughs> um, and, and isn't she using her fan under the table? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how she's doing it. Yeah. And he says, he says, uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. He's like, I'm a higher power level than you. No, he says you weren't, you didn't have the dexterity or the, the uh, bending ability oh, to. Right. To move something with, with this kind of precision before, and he, uh, I think this is where he, and then he, but he sets the pebble, the back, stone oh, back, back down. down. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, you, and- you've been training. <laughs> you are not, it, dude. It's it's pretty classic. Sure, it like, is, but like, it's done in a very I'm avatar way. Ma- so. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm here for it. Yep. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, and then this is where Kiyoshi kind of tells him that like she's joined a different group, right? Like she's joining with a different crowd. Yeah, like like how she's been training and how she's been uh, get her skills honed in. Kiyoshi shops at Hot Topic. Confirmed. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Can you explain that one? I'm rolling with a different crowd. You don't understand me, Janzu. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's like early hot topic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not modern hot topic. Yeah. That's uh, basically like Ian shop with a on a, you know going through an emo phase. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. I mean, that's what they sell. Yeah, like you mean the anime section, basically. Isn't that like most of Hot Topic? Kiyoshi yeah. is pretty goth. Let's she be real. Is. She's yeah. the goth avatar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's got the story for it and everything. Yeah, dude. Su- yeah, super goth. Yeah. It's just instead of black makeup, it's red and white. She, uh, Kiyoshi listens to uh, Pierce the Veil, you know? <laughs> right. Or Never Shout Now That Never. My Chemical Romance. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a big, yeah. she's a big MC R fan. My father. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually going to go see them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Took me into the city. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, where were anyway, we? <laughs> so I, I think at that point, that's where he kind of condemns everybody in the tea shop to die, right? Including her and decides to start pulling the structure down. Which is made of earth. Made of earth. Shocker. 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 And Kiyoshi is saving it. Well, yeah, she notices him taking all you know the, the pillars down. So she basically brings her, her hand out from under the table. And then they're in, they're both in this like earthbending stance before it gets here doesn't he like bump a table and shift the entire structure yeah he threatens it like when, he's he, like, when he first I'm walks gonna in kill right? you leave with me or i'm gonna kill everyone here right yeah and he like bumps the table or something and the entire foundation shifts mm-hmm. something like that well yeah i think that does i think that's kiyoshi that does happen earlier in the book that, no it, it it does happen i see where you're going okay yes um, anyway, we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> so yeah, he's he starts tearing. He he condemns everybody in the in the shop to die because she won't go with him. He says something like, you know, you're you're gonna do whatever I say because I'm stronger than you, basically, right? 
Why are you grinning, Ricky? I'm just thinking about goth avatar. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. God damn it. I'm laughing at my own jokes. <laughs> so Kiyoshi has to has to basically meet meet his stance and and keep um keep the place up. And this entire time everyone is just going about their day and they're like drinking tea. Like the the place vibrates and and no one notices. No one notices. They're like, yeah. "Oh, it's just, it's it's a wagon that that Drove by yeah, kind of they don't I know believe, that these two benders are having a standoff. Yeah, and well, I believe I think Kiyoshi, start... Kiyoshi says, like, in her mind, she's like, I wish I could have cried out to, to tell everybody. these people yeah. leave, but it was taking all of her to to defend against Jantu. Yeah, she couldn't talk because it took yeah. all her energy yep. to match his bending. I don't – people start picking up on it, though, because people do start yeah, kind of, like – uh, we should you know, get out of here. What's going on here? Yeah. I think I think the upper level are they start going. I don't know. They start going away or leaving. I notice that so they pick up on it and they notice these two people like yeah, something's going on. Look like they're you know having a silent like mind battle together, <laughs> you know, <just laughs> sweating at each other across the table, sweating at each other, just like, <laughs> like oh shit, we should probably get out of here. <laughs> that crazy bitch in the headdress is like really. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and then Kiyoshi notices that it's also taking all of Jinju's efforts to yeah. to match her bending. So they're both in this standstill. And then out of nowhere, someone walks through the door. This hooded, this cloaked figure walks through the door and like walks up to their table. And it is Yoon. Yoon, Yoon the White. Yoon the White. Great. Ah, uh, yes. I'm sorry. If you just walked into a local restaurant and, some, and saw someone from Hot Topic just sweating there at the table, you wouldn't think anything of it, right? right. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> just assume that's what they do everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so Yoon walks in. He uncloaks himself. And then uh, there was some – uh, the book said that all the patrons were, like, running from him. That there was – it was Yoon, but he was different. Yeah, well, Kiyoshi notices that, too. She's like – Something seemed ominous about him. Like, o- ominous? 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 Omnibus. 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 Something Ew. seemed off about him. Right. right. And, like, he wasn't... Almost demon-like, e- almost spirit-like. Yeah. Well, th- I think that's right. I think that's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that's why people started leaving, right? Is because they noticed this weird... This weird guy Figure walks that, through. like you said, kind of spirit-like. And probably... They started putting things together. They're like, "Shit's oh, going down." Oh, this place is trembling. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should leave. Right. Ooh, that'd be terrifying. Anyway, yep. So he uncloaks himself. He smiles. He doesn't say a damn thing. He just he walks up to the table, smiles at Kiyoshi. This really like calm smile. Picks up the the I, stone. The, the stone is is mid air at this point. Right, I thought it was back down on the table. It well, it's it's somewhere. It's being bent. Oh, right? okay. It's being bent by both Kiyoshi and Jenju. Oh, that's right. right. Mm-hmm. So he walks up to the stone and he and he plucks it out from the air. So he is a stronger earthbender than, than both, both Kiyoshi yeah. and Jenju. Because Kiyoshi yep. was saying that that there was almost a sucking noise when he pulled it away. From yeah, them. she's in, she's like impressed with his ability. To just pull it, just pull it out. So he takes this this pebble. This, he calls it a bullet, right? Which I don't know. How, bullet leck. I don't know how they know what a bullet is at that point because there's no fucking <laughs> yes. guns. But whatever. 
Ooh, they damn. do call them bullet lick, and yeah. they're like, "What's what's a bullet? What's I a don't bullet? know. <laughs> you put in a gun. What's a gun? <laughs> anyway, I don't know. It'll make sense. Okay. It all makes sense. So he walks over to Jinju, take it cups the 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 pebble to his chest, and then transfers the pebble from one hand to the other, um, passing the pebble through his his chest. And it didn't seem like it was a, a fast no movement. Nah, it was just I, slow. I was thinking about that. Like, yeah. God damn, pulling. Through his body. Yeah. Ooh. And so he starts gurgling on his blood. His eyes start bulging. The building's, like, becoming more unstable. He calls it, was it death throes? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, he's, he's, she had to, like, compensate her bending to, to match his death throes. Oh, oh, Oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because he's, he's trying to stay composed while he's gurgling on his blood, dying. And Yoon just walks out. And Yoon just walks out. Yeah, he, he kind of winks at Kiyoshi. And then as he walks out, he bumps the table, That's and right. then basically the the foundation like move like jumps up and comes back down. Yeah, he lifts the whole thing up. Yep. Kyoshi can't hold it anymore at that point. Passes right. out. Building right. collapses. It was his escape. She walks. She walks out, and then it collapses. And then it collapses. Yeah, he walks out. Everyone escapes. She makes sure everyone escapes, and then she walks out. And oh. then, <laughs> as she walks out, all the people kind of like like. Give her wide berth, they say. Mm-hmm. And then um, they start fleeing, and then lawmen come and say, get on the ground, put your weapons down. So she she doesn't say anything, and she just dust steps up on top of a roof and then gets the fuck out of there. So I will say, spoiler for Shadows, I remember the first time I read this, um, I always thought, so Yoon is alive. I always thought this scene was the... <clears throat> manifestation of of the avatar state that's what i wanted it to to be yoon appearing whatever is all in, in, in her head. head yep and it's that'd be interesting i i thought about that and she's she watching slips, a third person she slips into the avatar state and that's in her mind that's how she manifests that and beats Zhu. right she like she she shoved that rock through his heart mm-hmm but we find out that Yoon is yeah. actually alive. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? That makes sense because I thought about it. I, I I thought, well, let's get let's get into that because the, the very last chapter they they kind of go over what happened in the tea shop with with Monk. Um, what's his name? Um, Jimpa. Um, Jimpa. Yeah. So. Oh, I'm just looking at this now. She keeps. She goes into the avatar state in the tea house, and that's how she's able to sustain the building from collapsing as everybody gets out. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. We didn't say. That. We didn't say the avatar say state. Yep. 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 But anyway, sorry. Continue. Anyway. Anyway. So I think that's the end of the chapter. Is that they? Uh. So no, she meets up with with, with the fl- the flying opera company, right? Yeah. FOC. Yeah, FL- just outside the city they were just in, the Flying Opera Company comes back. So, and they, and they, spoiler, Austin, they went to spring <laughs> Ranji from, yeah. from, uh, Yokoya. Yokoya. Yeah. Yep. They, I think they're at the Avatar. She kept her at the Avatar Palace. Yeah. Right. And Wong was like, 
I robbed that place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they come back with like a chest full of. Yeah, like he, like he was just like covered in gold. He was like, he was like, that was a good mission. Like you know, just bling. I hope you didn't mind. She's like, good dude. Just dripping in ice. <laughs> yeah, dude. He's yeah. dripping. <laughs> <laughs> he had hilarious. those fresh Jordans on, bro. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, and uh, Kyoshi notices Heyran's there too, lying down under a tree, right? right, right. Like like wherever they're meeting up outside in the outside of town. Man, I so that at this point, I, the audiobook really gets on my nerves whenever Ranji talks. Like it's just so whiny. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't like it. I can't. How how's it sound? I I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> I can't do it because I can't imagine it right now. So I need you to. I don't like because <laughs> I, I I picture I'm not doing it. So I picture Ranji as a a good Azula. Yeah. yeah. Right? So yeah. someone tough. tough light side Azula. Exactly. So I just it doesn't make sense that she's so in my in my head, it doesn't make sense that she's so whiny whenever she's she sees Kiyoshi again. You know what? The the audiobook, she always sounds sarcastic, like Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I can see yeah, that. Yeah, well, yeah. she is pretty like, sarcastic she's when pretty... she's talking to the Flying Hopper Company. Sure, like, that's a lot. true. Sure, sure. But she's. Uh, I think this. Go- there. What? Where FCE's trying to go with this when he's like when she's like really uh, emotional mm-hmm. is that that's the one thing that Kiyoshi sees in her that's that makes her love for Kiyoshi true. Too like that's how Kiyoshi interprets it. Okay. Because she's like like when when she was dying on the ground, she saw that. You know, with the lightning strike, she saw she saw the weakness she put in Ranji, and that's what sent her into the Avatar state. Okay. Right? Right. Like, she saw the love. Like, the weakness is the love. And so maybe they play into it too much where she seems like she's too vulnerable and not this, like, super hardcore Avatar, or, I mean, Fire Nation soldier. Right. I, I mean, I, we have we have Heron. We can Heyron's a blueprint for for Ranji. Yeah. Right. So I don't think Heyron would have been like that, right? No, no not. W- well, it makes you wonder how Heyron was with uh, Karuk. Maybe she was like that. Maybe she was. Wasn't there the whole thing where he was in love with with? He was in love with Heyron. Heyron. Yeah. Then, they were in love with each other just at different times, kind of thing. Yeah. Right. But yeah. she ended up marrying somebody else. Yeah, and he had to. He didn't want to bring her into the fold because right. of. Because of you know yeah what, what, he was what we know of yeah isn't, shadows actually actually isn't that how Kelsang Karuk wrote a poem for, for Heyron and, and that's Kel what Sang was like, that was the bars that Kiyoshi spit in the kitchen yep and yeah. he was like you're the actor. Uh, <laughs> crap. you got bar bars <laughs> <laughs> he had never like, heard shit a- so fire. <laughs> Right after that, no, Kel Sang. They he, were in the studio. He no. did hear shit so far previously. That's yeah, yeah, why. Yeah. Right after that, he dropped a YouTube reaction video. To <laughs> <laughs> it got dude, viral. Viral. Um, anyways, so, yeah. Anyway. I mean, maybe maybe Hiran was like that with Karuk. I mean, I'll be curious to see more about that story with uh, Karuk's um, movie. I'm sorry, what? Karuk, not Karuk's. Or Karuk's show. Isn't he getting a show? No. No. What? What? What this are is, you making up, dude? This is news to me, we have, bro. We're getting, getting, we're getting adult. No, no, we're not. They haven't even announced the book. Book. This, this guy. This guy. He's pulling something from the dark web. This motherfucker right here. Anyway, so that's after that, they, they decide to go like their own separate ways, right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, they decide that. Hey, Ren needs treatment. So the best treatment is going to be in the Northern Water Tribe where the 
the experts of, of healing are. And then um, Wong and Karima decide they want to lay low for a bit. Mm-hmm. Right? Because they have all the bling. They have all the bling. <laughs> right. Well, and the yellow necks are going to be looking for them. Right? No. I think <laughs> I think I Autumn know. Bloom is kind of... Done. Because um, Autumn Bloom was kind of a... A hodgepodge of the the yellow necks, right? Unorganized under mock, yeah. And I think Kiyoshi killing Zhuping on like kind of they disperse them, right? You know, they're, they're they not, have to. It's a non-issue. At this they got to go lick their wounds, right? Well, yeah, right. So and then Kiyoshi is gonna go and basically become or deal with, or deal with, she's gonna announce herself as right. The avatar. She has to, she's dealing with the fact that she's the avatar. Like the rest of the world is gonna have to learn about right. this. So about like, and, oh, about what happened. Yoon is not the avatar. Right. Zhu's dead. Right. And like, Yoon is actually yeah, still alive. Like that's important to their dynamic. Well, but, yeah. You know. So yep. I think that's that's the end of that that uh, chapter. And, and then so essentially, this is. She uh, announces herself. The next chapter. The next chapter. She's in the Southern, Southern Air, Air Temple. Temple. Yeah. Right. And she is. Like they they. I don't know. They kind of Southern, but no, it's the Southern Air is Temple. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Man, Ricky. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Wow, that's really close to uh, Yokoya. The same. Well, Jeez. I mean, okay. Okay. Well, and then she gets <laughs> she gets assigned like a. What do they call them? Like a like a cham- chamberlain, cham- like somebody who's like her assistant or her watches over her while she's there at the air temple. What do they call it? Yeah, a chamberlain. chamberlain. A chamberlain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimpa. Yeah, monk Jimpa. Well, they before before we get into that information, they they kind of talk about like the air nomads as a whole and how like everyone in the in the in the Earth Kingdom or not everyone, but a lot of people were saying that she was uh, illegitimate and she she is wrong or whatnot. So she's hanging, hanging out with the air nomads because they're understanding and they're right. Uh, you know, not condemning her. It's kind of the only safe space she has to go to really. Oh, and actually doesn't she basically release ping ping? Oh, I don't know. Like, I believe, I believe she like, I I think it's mentioned that like, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. They've, she got, let let Peng Peng go and because really he was never her uh never hers. Kill songs. Yeah. And like oh, they yeah. have that type of connection. I believe I believe she lets him go. Hmm. Like Okay. We'll have yep. to get we we'll have to check that one. Yeah. So but anyway, she she uh went to the she trekked to the, the air temple with these refugees, these because what would happen is is the air nomads would bring in refugees from other nations, mm-hmm. right? So she went in with these refugees, and then during, um, I forget what, what they called it, uh, introductions, she decided to show the air nomads that she's the avatar by doing a whirlwind of fire and air. So that's right, gangster. Also, no, she doesn't like go ping 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 takes them to the North Pole. Okay. Okay. That's what, yeah. Because okay. um, she stays in the Southern Air Temple, and then they take the they take Peng Peng, Hang Ran, all the North Pole. See, but I thought in there Shadows they're just riding on Jinpa's bison. Isn't so that's like, the one with like the the short leg? Yeah, yeah. He's called like Lefty or something. Or, or, I can't or, remember or like, his name. He, yeah. He pulls, yeah, right. So right. Yeah. Like yeah. Anyway, this is awesome. So, but okay, 
at some point, Ping Ping does get like released. Okay. Or no, maybe not. We, in the, maybe not in this book. Okay. Maybe in the next book, we can we can agree to that. So, at that point, she's dealing with like the aftermath of everyone finding out that she's the Avatar, and then she gets assigned uh, Jimpa, a, cham- a Chamberlain, um, um, Monk Jimpa, Monk Jimpa, yeah, um, Agent Coulson, right? Because it's kind of like yeah, you know. Don't know that reference. <laughs> what? Marvel? Agent who? Coulson? The guy that dies now in we the have ship? S- yeah, 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 yeah. And he has the in cards? Like in, in Avengers 1. Yeah. Avengers 1. Yeah. yeah. Uh, AV1. I always AV1. thought that that was like, I was like, okay, who cares about that guy? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> now oh we God. have something to avenge. I'm like, who the fuck was that guy? <laughs> it was Agent Coulson, bro. That's the logistic officer for this. <laughs> yeah, right. Airplane. He's like the baggage guy. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> So anyway. <laughs> anyway, so Agent Agent Coulson uh, gives her all the information. About yeah, well, yeah, and he's the, like uh, the Jianzu's will. This this is again going back to Jianzu. Is I, he a right. bad guy? This is the thing. Like uh, he so, wrote off everything to her. Right. Yeah. So, so even so, before, so before he went, he made a will, and it basically knew that either he was either Kyoshi was coming back with him, or he's gonna die. He's gonna there. die. Right. And he still wrote. Everything in his name over to Kiyoshi so that she could have it should she beat him. I think right. I think essentially I think uh it was like over to the Avatar. No, so, it was, it was, she, to was Kiyoshi. she was named specifically. Because that's what he's that's what she said. She said, Oh, well, you know, he was teaching Yoon to be his successor. That makes sense. And and Jim Paul says, No, it's named Avatar Kiyoshi. Nice. So it was written like two weeks before, you know, it, the thing happened. Do you think that's him trying to save face and like get that last little? I'm actually a good guy. See, that's I think that's what they're trying to to portray in the book is yeah. that because she was saying like, oh great, now it looks like I killed Janju to for money for money. Yeah, you know, for inheritance. Right. So who really won here? You know, he kind of he still got the upper hand. The last laugh. Well, it's like even if you killed me, you can't like 100 percent hate me because you have all of my stuff and resources now. And she is gonna. It. I think it's telling us that she is. Even though he's dead, she is going to feel the effects of John Zoo forever. Even though he's gone, he's she, like, I can still fuck with you. We've I'm, already I'm, seen the effects of John right. Zoo because she, the 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 part that makes John Zoo such a cool villain and such a badass character is that he he has every angle thought of, mm-hmm. right? Right. So the one angle that she that he didn't think was that that Kiyoshi was running with the wrong kind of crowd, and. And they didn't. He didn't think that sh- that they were gonna go and break Ranji and Heron out of Yakoya while they were having their standoff. I don't. So it, it, I think that 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 ability to make that decision is a a mirror of of Janju. She learned that shit from Janju. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he underestimated her. Right. She literally did that because he was like, "This is the only thing he won't expect." This is a, right. everyone knows him uh, anywhere I go. She, he didn't, he didn't foresee her mature maturity or maturation. There we go uh-huh. into, nice. into who she ended up being. Right. So, and she, she, he taught her things that he didn't realize he was teaching her and he, and she used those to kind of gain the upper hand. Part, part of me thinks that he left her everything in his will just as a, a way to secure his grasp on her just a little, like, even know. after death. I don't see it that way. You know, it's like he's like, you know, you can you uh, you may have killed me, but 
you're not going to be able to go forward without me kind of thing. That could be part of it. That could be because he's he was obsessed with kind of his legacy. He just wants to be in the back of her mind forever kind of thing. I think, I think, deep down, he really did care about not necessarily Kiyoshi, the Avatar. Yeah. Right. He, 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 in the same way that, that Ranji has this, this, uh, reverence for the avatar i i think genju had an even more a bigger reverence for the avatar i think if things would have gone his way he would be just an anti-hero right sure, like he's still right. on the right path but he just right. does things right. that everybody but since he i think that's what we saw get Guerrera, yeah i think he is kind of an anti-hero i think he was on his way there but he since he he didn't quite get control of Kyoshi like he wanted. He never got the chance to be the anti-hero. He just ended up looking like a villain. Right. And his his one saving grace was or one way he was trying to save face was by giving everything that he had worked for to Kyoshi. Not he says Avatar Kyoshi, but I think it was to Kyoshi. Yeah, because like, he he's yeah. known her since she was seven, you know, since a little girl. Right. So I to to say that he didn't care for her is, is I I think you're missing the entire point of the whole story. Yeah. yeah right. It's so weird. It right. Yeah, like it's how much you want to be like, oh yeah, he's the bad guy, but like right. Mm. Or it was just all a ploy to make himself look good a after political death. Ploy. Yeah, that could be it too. It you could. Know? But. Just, so that history looked, you know, looked on him well. Dynamics. You know? So the comment that our that our listener had was the, the how he didn't die appropriately. He should have died. Kiyoshi epically. Like, I think it would have been a, a cooler scene if Kiyoshi actually, you know, gained the upper hand and would have killed him outright, right? But it doesn't. It doesn't happen that way. I think if you think about it, it kind of happens appropriately. It. He dies the the only way that he could. Yeah. He 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 always thought five steps ahead, mm-hmm. and and the one thing he didn't fucking think about was Yoon coming back. Yeah, he for sure thought yep. that spirit. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He's dead. No way. There, there's no way he's coming back. So it it makes sense that he dies. Someone who's so detailed oriented, he ends up dying in a so. Uh, Uncalculated way. Yeah, you want the big epic battle, but that's not. But we that's did. not Jianzu's style. I mean, right. man, we. That's what FCE is doing. We got Zhu Pingon's death was the epic death was was sure. powerful Kiyoshi, and now we need a more. I don't. I don't, I don't have the right word. Uh, uh, the proper death for Jianzu. Yeah, appropriate death. Appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Well, I mean, what we want to talk about, we have, we were just saying how, like, oh, reuse themes that you've seen a hundred times. This is something that I hadn't really seen before. You know, like a very, at the end of the book, the big bad boss just kind of, like, teeters out on a surprise attack, you know? Yeah. Like, that's yeah. kind of an original take. Yeah. I mean, I don't know a whole lot of stories that happen that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about Lord of the Rings, and then, like, there's Sauron and Saruman. And then they cut out Saruman's death in the third movie. It's only in the extended oh, edition. Yeah. Really? And he's a pretty big plot point. That's <laughs> 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 just like, they're like, nah. Yeah. You don't need to know nah. about that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, anyway. So at the end of, of the book, we have Monk Jimpa. Jim, Jimpa. 
um, asking if Kiyoshi plays Paisho. I, I forget what she says, but he's I like, me I don't and my, have, I don't have me, a taste for the game. Yeah. Well, before that. No, no, no. What he says, or what, because uh, uh, well, he what, mentions his affiliates. Yeah, he goes, hey, I'm sorry we couldn't get to you sooner. Right, right, right. And, yeah. and she was thinking the royal we, everybody. Yeah. But and he goes, do you play Paisho? It's a different we. Yeah. So and then he says, "Do you play Pie Show?" And then so if you, it's one of those things, if you know, you know, if kind you know, of thing. You know. So right. it's like, oh, okay, he's White Lotus. He's White Lotus. Um, but before we even get there, they're walking around and they're talking about. Uh, she notices Kelsang's fallen tear, you know, in the list of avatar or of. Uh, he's not even listed. Oh, he's not. No, he's, I, he's listed below. Yeah, he's, he's, because he's unclean, and you got to keep your distance, even in in like paper form. Right, and um. That's like uh, I believe. Really, this is the first time, like Kiyoshi uses her avatar status as her authority. Oh, to get something authority. she wants. Yeah, yeah. She's like, mm, you're gonna return his his honor, essentially. Right. Yeah, return like him the, back to his normal slot. His tier, and you'll erect a statue. Your avatar commands it. <laughs> <laughs> She's he, like, all right. Jinpa says the the council won't like it or whatever. And I won't be happy. And she says, but I will. Yeah. And, okay. So, and then I think oh, after that, that's where he says, do you play Pie Show? Because that was a Pie Show move. Yeah. Yeah. Like, seriously, that was, yeah. a, pie, that was, that was a White Lotus move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do love that. I, I do love that part of the book right there at so, the end. Right. Well, dude, I remember reading that. Yeah. And, and I, was I was like, like oh, I was all hyped. Shit. I was, like, I was super Lotus hyped. Have yeah. found the yeah. Avatar. They have found Kiyoshi. And then just going into shadows, it just gets so much better with that whole thing too. So, um, and, and then right at the end, right at the very end, she's like, "All right, I need to go sit down and chill and think about what just happened with Yoon and his innocence." Like she still considers him to be innocent in this whole situation, and I guess in a way he really is. Um, so she goes and sits by this kind of what is it like a spiritual? Oh, it's in her room actually. There's a there's a pond in her room. Okay, like a wash wash basin. I don't know. I would imagine. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. Um, and she's she's going over Laugi's technique of like meditation. Right. And so her eyes are kind of halfway closed, right? And then she starts to feel like a coldness or a prickling on her skin and all over. She gets goosebumps basically, right? Right. And then I'm pretty sure when she opens her eyes all the way, she sees sitting across from her above the body of water, um, a guy adorned in hunting trophies and and southern water tribe um yeah garb garb right and we pretty much know who that is furs, furs and leathers he's, he's covered in yeah right it's, yeah and it's it's avatar karuk does does she does he say anything to her yeah i he, think he, he says i need he your says, help he says kiyoshi <laughs> <laughs> oh, i need your help i need your help is on the next one <laughs> i need your help that's on the next one i think right no, that's, no, I that's, think that's yeah, what I, he said. It says, I think I, it's I need your help, and that's the last line help, in and the it book. Says, to be continued. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kiyoshi. <laughs> Is that how they do it in the yeah, audiobook? Yeah, like she she has her eyes closed and she hears Kiyoshi. <laughs> dude, Ian needs to read audiobooks. Oh, dude, I yeah, buy that. Yeah. I Why buy so that? I can stumble across the same line five and six times, <laughs> yeah, yeah. dude? If I heard that in audiobook, I'd laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> All the different voices. You're like sending them, sending them, sending them. Dude, if I heard that in an audiobook, are you kidding me? Somebody just trying to stumble over a word. You okay, Rick? <laughs> oh man. 
Please do this. Send in, send in, send in, send in, send in. And on our next episode, Ian will read Dawn of Yang Chen. Oh man. But okay, so for real though, that's where the book ends. That's where the book ends. And I swear to God, Ricky, keep this damn mat squared. <laughs> I swear to God. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that's the end of the book. Holy yeah. shit! We finally got through Rise of Kiyoshi. I'm like wow. Yeah, that took uh, quite a bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> that took like four months, man. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah. Well, I mean, what are our th- so overall? I mean, obviously, we really enjoyed the book. Um, what would you give it on its own, not taking into consideration shadows, out of ten? Let's give it our cabbage score. <sighs> cabbages. How many cabbages? I think it's more than five. I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's as high as eight, though. <sighs> yeah. Seven five. I I was gonna give it a seven, yeah. I give it seven five too. Yeah, okay. so seven point two five total. Okay, yep. I mean, that's I mean that's a 7. solid seven point two five. That's a solid score. That's not bad. The the one thing that I that I, I guess it just messes with me. Like in this book, you see a lot of reverence for the 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 title of Avatar, right? You see like a lot of reverence in people praying to Yang Chen, right. all kinds of stuff. Right, 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 right. Like, oh, you're the Avatar. I'm gonna to your will like I'll, I'll do whatever even you want. the Delphi even the Delphi so you don't get that in Atla and I and I'm curious why that is because uh, it's a hundred years have passed yeah I, yeah, get, so I mean the, I, I get that and I mean I mean it's um I mean it's been like a hundred years since World War II isn't Hitler kind of a infamous character so to speak in our in our history I mean, yeah you know that's what. That's how they think about the Avatar. They're Just like, enough time has passed. That's what. That's. Oh yeah, that's never coming back. You know what I mean? Well, okay. So, so you have because I've been watching, rewatching season one at the shop of Avatla. So I just got to the Paku episode. Episodes, right? And and when when Katara tries to go and waterbend, he's like, you know, fuck you guys. I'm not letting women waterbend and all mm-hmm. that. And then if you don't like it, uh, well, Avatar, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna train you. Fuck off, right? We all know Paku's a dick, but like, where is the reverence? You have the Fire Nation right. coming your way, and you have this, this and ace you have in the your known Avatar, right? You have the ace in, in your back pocket, trying to learn how to fucking waterbend, and, and your dumbass can't get out from under your fucking traditions to to help the Avatar. Well, that, hold, that on, is hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Paku was going to train Aang. His problem was training Katara. I get that. But when Aang says, you know what? If you're going to treat Katara that way, then I'm right. I'm not going to train with you. And Paku's like, all right, fuck off then. Yeah. Like, you don't think. Eh. Yeah. And like the okay. chief, the chief of the Northern Water Tribe didn't step in and say, he, hey, dick. He, he <laughs> They know? tried talking to him and he says, you know what? You want me to force him to train Aang? Well, we've talked. Yeah. We've talked about this before. Yeah. We're like. We're like, what the fuck? Paku's White Lotus. Right. And he's still and he's acting fucking white. like this. He's exactly. still a cunt. Yeah, so, it's like even the White Lotus is so far removed. Maybe this is I, – I, I don't know if this is a benefit or a deterrence to the storytelling overall. But since this is essentially retconning, you know, the world of Avatar, right? So, I mean, if we followed the same, same uh, uh, storytelling from Atla, like – you would see that happen in previous iterations of the Avatar, but you don't see it happen. Like people, even the like like you said, even the Dalfe have respect for the the state of the Avatar. So I don't know. It just does it hurt the storytelling when you get prequels like this, or does it kind of help 
help it along. Is the benefit you, we get to we get to talk about the meta of the situation, you know. Do, the, us as as listeners as as fans of the franchise, do we get to kind of dig deeper into the context of what what happened? It does at least present some questions. I think Rick is probably right. It's like the hun- the hundred years did have an impact on how people perceive and respect the Avatar, but I mean, there's a lot of stuff that can be filled in in that hundred years too. I mean, who's to say eventually we don't get content that uh, is does not have an Avatar in it, but takes place in that'd in the be, Avatar verse? That'd be interesting. You know, during that hundred years. During that hundred years, I mean, I would like to see. I think doesn't Avatar Legends the RPG doesn't that. Isn't there a generation where you can you can play in um, the hundred year war or a hundred year gap? Where oh no yeah, Avatar? something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I think it does. I think right now it does hurt the uh, the the canon. You think it does? Are, hurt? are you guys gonna have this like? Okay, so let me explain to everybody what's going on real quick. There's this nice mat that we have on our uh, desk here. That's uh, you know just like a padded mat like you'd have for a keyboard, but it's really big. And Ricky and Ian, for the entire episode, have been fighting over having it crooked or straight. It's been an hour and 20 minutes now. Ricky keeps making it crooked. Ian keeps trying to make it straight. God damn it. And this has been going on silently, much like the Jiansu Kiyoshi battle, <laughs> for an hour and 20 minutes. And I'm about to yoon both your asses and push a rock through your chest. All right, so is it crooked or straight? What, which, which one? <laughs> Obviously straight. I mean, it's a crooked. It looks fine. I'm right. comfortable. Anyway. All right, whatever. All right, so 7.25 out of, cabbages. out of 10 cabbages. And I think we're going to jump right into Yang Chen at, like, next. Yeah, the fans have been waiting for it. It's been out about a month now. Yep. Yeah. I'm only two chapters in. <clears throat> yeah. I haven't. Um, yeah, we're well, th- that's, that's the next recording sesh is going to be Yang Chen. Going to get that out of the way. So, okay, in case people want to follow along with this, because we're going to, like we said before, we're going to do this ch- chunk by chunk and not read ahead so that we can have theories and topics sure. and, you know, we can we can talk about where we think the book's going to go. Are we going to do five chapters? At a time? At a time. Sure. Now, do you think Ian should read the whole thing? <laughs> Just so nah, you and I'll, I... I'll, I'll end up spoiling that shit. Yeah. You guys yeah. are right. Yeah. The um, first three chapters are really short. Are there? Yeah, I've only read the first two. Yeah, for the yeah, there's there's a cool. Oh, third there's there's no cool. uh, index. Hmm. There's no. Yeah, it just goes right. In. I don't know how many chapters this book is. Anyway, but yeah, we'll do the first five. Yep, I've heard good things. I haven't read it yet. Yeah, I heard good things too. And uh, we are legit. I mean, I hate to overcommit, but more consistent episodes when we're going through the Yang Chen. Series, right? Hell yeah! Getting those out regularly. I got uh, I got time off now. I got Sundays off on a regular or other days. I got multiple employees. I got I I got free time. There you go, boss man, dude. Yeah, yeah. you got yourself a Chamberlain. Yeah, I do. Oh yeah, he does. (laughs) All right. So, well, you guys uh, ready to get up on out, y'all? Yeah, yeah. Ricky, take us out of here. How's the outro go? Oh, man. Dude, I have not done this in so long. All right, then. Thank you for listening to the Cabbage Cart Podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram at the Cabbage Cart Podcast. Follow Triforce AZ on Instagram. Thank you for listening. Subscribe. Y'all ready to get out of here? Yep, yep. Yep, yep. Yep, yep.